Welcome to the Village Idiots Podcast. I am your DM, Nathan, and with me tonight, I have Jordan. Hey. Emily. Hello. Nicole. Yo, yo, yo. And Justin. Hello. We are a fifth edition Dungeons & Dragons actual play podcast. We are playing a homebrew of my design, and we have a lot of fun. Uh, So at the end of every episode, we name a village idiot. Last week's village idiot was Emily. It was me. Emily, what happened last week? That's the question, isn't it? What happened? Well, I killed somebody. I know I did that. (laughs) That's why you're the village idiot. (laughs) Yep. Uh, (laughs) Erzek was his name. So basically, uh, Safina and I are just hanging out. Avoiding the cops like you do. And then they come, or the mantles, sorry. Nathan doesn't like when I call them the cops. The mantles. Oh, wait, no, hold on. Uh, so, <laughs> quick sidebar. When we are referring to the copper mantles, you can call them the cops because that's an abbreviation of copper. Don't call them the police. That's weird. Oh, cop. Okay, I get that. That's right. You said I could say cop because it's copper mantle. That's right. That's funny. I didn't put that together. <laughs> Anyway, we were avoiding the cops and, uh, you know, being normal. And then these people just burst into my home and tried to arrest me and take away my friend. And I said no. And they said, I don't care that you don't want to come with me. And so I killed one of them. And I feel like that's perfectly fair. And that's all that happened. (laughs) I would just like to interject that I did not say that we were going to take you. Me and Agamir were definitely like, whoa, dude. We should talk about this. And you were like, I don't want to talk about this. He doesn't want to talk about this. I'm going to melt your face off. <laughs> yep. Um, yes, I used inflict wounds and all of his skin fell off. It was gross. And then what did we do after that? You you basically were like, you're a good person. And I was like, thank you. And then we left the catacombs. <laughs> we went to the catacombs to inspect the undead stuff because you were like, wait a second. Right. This okay. is bullshit. So, <laughs> there's no such thing. You guys tell me that there's word that there are some kind of undead people in, or people um, raising the dead or playing with the undead. That sounds gross in the catacombs. And I'm like, well, certainly not me because undead aren't real. And you're like, and then you guys were like, well, let's go investigate. So we go down there and I show you the kind of areas people hide out in. And then we started hearing like a, a weird noise, and then we found out that it was on a pressure plate whenever we ran past it. Do you have a question, Justin? I just wanted to bring it, it to the group that there was me that found those things out. So Okay. Your medal's not here yet. I'm still having it redone. <laughs> um, it's being buffed and welcome. polished. <laughs> yes, they spelled Safina wrong. Um, <laughs> so we found out it wasn't really a, an undead, and then that was it. Yeah, and we ran into skeletons. Oh, that's right. (laughs) They dropped from the ceiling, Justin said? They did. Okay. Three skeletons descended from the ceiling as you all were descending a staircase into the next lower level of the catacombs. The point of the story is that I am innocent and I have never done anything wrong in my life. Yes, exactly. So uh, let's jump right in. Let's uh, have everyone roll initiative for me, please. Nate, can you make that a little more dramatic so that when the music kicks in? Oh, well, I mean, now it's going to be funny. 
Roll for initiative. <laughs> All right, I've got an 18 total. Uh, I crit myself. <laughs> First roll. First roll. I got an 18 too, but my... Uh, what do you add to it? Initiative plus two, so unnatural 20. Okay. I don't know why, but calling a 20 that makes 20 without it being on purpose, calling it an unnatural 20 is like my favorite thing. It's the dumbest joke, and I think it's so funny. I know, I love it. Emily, you're the new Agamir of this episode. (laughs) (laughs) Critting yourself on your very first roll. Oh no, I've got another one in my future. Starting off strong. Safina, what did you roll? I got a 16. Okay, so, Scar, you are going to be first. Damn right. Then Agamir, then Safina, and way at the bottom is Drew. (laughs) We're all skittish, and someone is way too at home. I'm just shocked that I see these skeletons. I'm in disbelief that I don't move for a minute. I feel like that's totally accurate, actually. Okay, Scar, there are three skeletons five to ten feet in front of you. What would you like to do? Are they, like, actually standing up moving, or are they just laying on the ground? They're descending from the ceiling. Oh, yeah, you said that. Um, Descending on what? I know, right? That's why I'm, like, super confused. What, um, how far up are they from descending? Can I reach them? Yeah, you can reach them. If you were to get up close to them, they'd only be about five feet away. Okay. They would be within melee range. All right. So I'm going to... I guess I'm going to use my my Warhammer. Okay. Let's see what you got. That is a 19 with my uh, attack roll. Right? No. Is it strength that I add? Yes. Yeah, 19. That will hit. Of course it will. Uh, So that's... 1d8. Okay, that's 7 plus... What do I add to it? I keep forgetting. I'm sorry. It's your strength modifier. It is. So that's 9 damage. Okay. So you hit the skeleton with such force that it completely shatters apart. Minions. There's bone dust everywhere <laughs> in the air. Minions. Agamir, it is your turn. All right. I follow suit. I go to the next closest skeleton, and I draw my rapier to strike it. Okay. Make an attack roll. It's going to be a total of nine for the attack roll. That will hit. Minions. Wow. All right. Bananas. (laughs) (laughs) And which one are you going for? Are you going for the one to the left or to the right? To the left, to the left. Um, I'll go to the right. Okay. And my total damage is four. Okay. You get your rapier in between the ribcage of this skeleton, and as you wrench it out, the skeleton just crumbles. I have a quick question. Yes. Actually, it's more like a suggestion. I feel like we should maybe wait to not destroy this other one. Like do non-lethal damage? Well, to a minion, I feel like that's impossible. Because, like, literally one hit, if these are minions, which I'm guessing they are, uh, one hit, die. Yeah, you need to uh, you need to leave one alive to torture for answers. Well, no, I just feel like we should leave it alive, or whatever it is, 
maybe to like investigate instead of rolling to damage it maybe investigate it or some shit i don't know pull out the grappling rules i have no idea how to go about this i just was it was just a suggestion it's possible we could have drew look at it but yeah because she should know i should know i feel like if we destroy it we're not gonna know is are there trace amounts of magic that are going to run on this? I have no idea. So, like, maybe leaving one alive is a good idea. Anyway. Maybe. Well, it's Safina's call. Her. Yeah, it is uh, Safina's turn. So what would uh, Safina like to do? Literally blow it to dust with her thunder cannon. <laughs> <laughs> the temptation is too Tempting. Strong. Yes, tempting. But I am too busy. I am currently polishing my thunder cannon's barrel at the moment, and I'm not paying attention, so I forfeit my turn. No, you should like lasso it with some rope or some shit. I don't know. I don't do have rope. I don't have rope, no. How do you not have rope? You saw these skeletons descending from the ceiling and thought, wait, wait. When was the last time I polished what cricket? <laughs> cricket, yeah. <laughs> Hold on a second. When No, I should do it now. <laughs> <laughs> this is a good time. While I'm thinking about it. This is a perfect time, yes. Yeah, if you if you want, that is uh, that is perfectly fine. I'll I'll let you use your turn as you will. <laughs> okay. So that's going to take us to Drew's turn. Wait, the skeleton doesn't go before Drew. Everyone should go before me. It's possible the skeleton also crit itself. Oh. Well, I mean, all of my spells are like dope, but <laughs> they don't do a lot of damage to like a lot of people at one time and they there's only one skeleton remaining only one skeleton remaining unless you want to unless you want to hurt your allies no i don't want to do that oh sorry unless you want to hurt your quote-unquote allies (laughs) (laughs) that's fair um actually can i use my eyes of the grave for an action what is that? It basically lets me sense undead. As an action, you can open your awareness to magically detect undead until the end of your next turn. You know the location of any undead within 60 feet of you that isn't behind total cover and that isn't protected from divination magic. This sense doesn't tell you anything about a creature's capabilities or identity. But I can know if there's any more skeletons down here. Well, one of the things about undead, as Drew knows in Lanamora, there is no such thing as undead. So your knowledge of using Eyes of the Dead would be purely theoretical, but yes, you can use it. Okay. Wouldn't it be hilarious if this was like some kind of like haunted house thing where like these things are attached to like strings and it's just like we stepped on another pressure plate that just dropped these things down and they're not really (laughs) animated. That's why I wanted to investigate these fuckers. I just think that'd be hilarious. That's why they're so easy to blow up because they're just like props. Fine. I'm going to instead take my turn and I'm going to, yeah, since I'm dead, I'm going to do that. So what do I roll? Do I just roll my d20 and do I add anything to it? No, you just say, I sense undead, I believe. Okay. I sense undead. No, you don't. Shut up. (laughs) I'm telling you, they're like props on a string and we touched a plate. Probably. Okay. My turn's done because that's my action. Would you like to move? Nah. Okay. Drew is standing motionless in fear. Fear or amazement? Amazement. Amazement. She tries reaching out with her theoretical knowledge of undead and is unable to connect 
with any undead. That's going to bring us back to Scar. You should tackle it. I'm telling you right now, these things aren't actually real. That's why they're not attacking. So I'm going to... Uh, <laughs> I really, why don't I have a rope? This is like the uh, Boondock Saints conundrum. Like a rope is always good. Yeah, I'm. can I like just grab it? Is that something I can do? You can certainly try. A DM's favorite phrase. <laughs> <laughs> what do I add to that? Roll me a strength check. This will be an opposed strength check. Oh, okay. Um, 16. Okay. You managed to grapple it. You've got it in your arms. And you feel resistance. But like what kind of resistance? As if it doesn't want to come down from where it's floating. I'm fucking telling you, man, it's on a damn string. So that was that was the only thing I could do, right? I can't now pull on it. I'll let you pull on it. 18. You yank that sucker down. You meet Did that it come resist- off of a rope? You you meet that resistance and you just yank with all your might. You feel something feels like it snaps and uh, a rope hits you in the face. I knew it! <laughs> it appears all these skeletons were hanging on ropes and are not truly undead. Weird. All right, guys. So this these skeletons are actually on ropes. No actual real undead. We should check the stair. Who was the first person on the stairs? Was it Drew? My order says Drew, Scar, Saf, and Agamir. All right, Drew, check below your feet. I do that. You see steps. No pressure plates? Mm. So here's my question. Uh, why would anyone do this? Is this as Drew or as you? This is as Drew. Why would anyone do this? Maybe there's something down here that they don't want anyone to find, so they're trying to scare them off. Someone is trying to hide something. Yeah, trying to scare them off like booby traps. Didn't you say you lived here for years? Yeah. Really? Yeah, I have. Years? And you've never come across this before? No. This is new. Interesting. You've been down this corridor before, but you have never seen these before. Yeah. So this must be, if not like new, then recent. Isn't that the same thing? (laughs) Uh, I feel like new feels like it's like today or yesterday, but recent feels like maybe in the past week or so. Hmm, fair. It's kind of like saying as soon as possible versus saying ASAP. ASAP Mm. just sounds a lot more, you know, urgent. Yeah. But that's not the same thing at all. (laughs) Yeah, it is. No, it's not. As soon as possible is what ASAP stands for. Anyway, so there's a hallway in front of you. Let's go. Saf starts walking forward. Yeah, let's let's keep our eyes peeled and go forward. This section of the catacombs is a little strange because it does not have any alcoves along the side of it, but you continue forward for about 100 feet or so before you hit a right turn. And we make that right turn. <laughs> is that the only way to go? That is the only way to go. What do we see down the hall? Drew knows where you all are because this is where she found her arcane focus, her little jade pendant. So you turn right and you are met with a 25 foot by 25 foot room with. Oh my God. Um, <laughs> I thought he was going to have to say like a 25 foot dragon. Dragon, I thought so too. <laughs> you were met with a 25 foot dragon. <laughs> 
<laughs> Fake skeletons, real dragon. That was so weird too, but like 25 foot by 25 foot dragon would have looked real weird. Yeah. It's not a real dragon. It's just like one of those wacky waving. Inflatable arm failing two men. <laughs> yes. We think it's a dragon at first and after a minute we realize its wings are just like. <laughs> so we're in a room. You are in a, a 25 foot by 25 foot room inside which are four stone pillars. There's a mosaic tile piece in the middle of it that displays some sort of imagery. It's a circle within a circle type thing with some decorative bits on the inside of one of the circles. There are 16 alcoves for dead to be interred. And then on the other side of this room, you see a five foot corridor. Drusilla, have you, Drew, have you been in this room before? Have I been in this room before? Yes. You've been in this room and you found your uh, arcane focus in the next room. Oh, okay. I found it in the next room. Okay. I look at Scar and I'm like, uh, probably. I mean, I, I have explored a lot of these rooms. So do you know what this room is for? Or? A lot of these rooms down here are for dead people. Well, I got that part. <laughs> <laughs> this one specifically is for Idindrin. What's Idindrin? Nate, what the fuck is that? Uh, Drew, you want to fill us in on who Idindrin is? I would love to. Please do. What is that? <laughs> <laughs> Drew says, if you'll follow me, and she walks into the next room. You can't do that and like make me feel like an idiot. I have no idea what that is. He's never said that word to me. So Drew, Drew leads you into the next room, and it is a strangely shaped room. It's still 25 feet wide, but now it's 30 feet deep, and it has uh, corners cut into it, so it looks like a... Um, imagine if you put a square down, and then you put another square and put it diagonally on top of that square. Mm -hmm. So you had two diamonds overlapping. Gotcha. Okay. And in the middle of it, there is a jade altar with a jade sarcophagus on top of it. On top of the sarcophagus, there is a plaque. It says, here lies Idrindin. May he stay at rest and never awaken. Amen. He sounds scary. <laughs> that jade looks just like that thing in your hair, Drew. I don't think you'd notice that. How perceptive are you? Very actually. <laughs> I think her passive perception's 14. 10. I feel like you should roll for that. I feel like that's too much. What? You had your hood down. I saw you. I saw your hair and everything. I'll roll for it. You said you pull your uh, hood back when you are in combat and you have been in combat. I know I said that. I'm just saying I feel like she wouldn't notice ex an exact piece of jewelry in my hair and point out that it's the same as this pen or as this altar. That's a lot of noticing. I don't know. I rolled a 17, so. 17 for, uh, for history or per yeah, perception? Wh whichever. Okay. I guess, Drew, roll a, roll a sleight of hand for me. <laughs> That's not where I thought he was going with that. No, that's very weird, but okay. I want you to throw the stone. <laughs> I take out my hair and just yeet it across the room. <laughs> what stone? <laughs> what stone in my hair? I have no idea what you're talking about. Slide of hand. 
This is a retroactive sleight of hand, by the way. 14. Nope. Yeah, Scar was able to see it at some point during combat, though, despite your best efforts to conceal it. That's what I do, man. I'm a copper mantle. I'm an enforcer. I gotta be on my shit. Drew turns to look at Scar and just like dead ass straight looks at her in the face and says, what pendant? <laughs> Girl, listen. <laughs> I am not like any of these, you know, dummies that you may have been able to fool in the past. I'm sharp. I saw it in your hair. Quit playing and tell me what's up. <laughs> I am very no nonsense. <laughs> Drew just kind of walks forward and um, touches the sarcophagus and looks at it and turns around and is like, all right, maybe sometimes I'd find things that I thought were pretty and I'd put them in my hair. I found this pretty jade pendant in this room. I took it. I put it in my hair. I feel like that's none of your business. So you got it in this room then? Yeah. How long ago? When I first got here. So, hey, hey Nathan, how long ago did I get here? <laughs> uh, about eight years ago. Eight years ago. Okay. Just checking. Also, in alcoves around the room, there are three jade pedestals. Yeah, I feel like I feel like while all of this shit between Scar and Drew is going on, I've been investigating the whole time. Okay, roll me an investigation check. Okay, investigation. Me and Drew are gonna be like besties. You watch. Uh, Drew doesn't kill you first. <laughs> you could try. Seven. That's a natural twenty. Okay. Uh Agamir, you said you got a seven? Yeah, total. Agamir notices that the uh, pedestals have a little divot in each of them, as if to contain something. And then Saf is walking around, and she notices that there's a little bit of a draft coming from the uh, from one of the walls. Does she share that with the rest of the class? Not yet. I. What's up with this draft? I touch against the wall. I feel against it. I what do I what do I notice from it? It looks like there's a very small piece of the wall that can be slid back and it feels to you as though a slight very slight whisper of a breeze is blowing up out of it when you put your hand up against it. Okay, so as soon as the altercation between Scar and Drew comes to an end is when I push in this stone. What stone? There was a stone? You said something about a stone. Did I miss that? Yeah, there was a piece of the wall, a stone in the wall that was loose that you could push back, right? It's not loose. It looks like it can slide within the wall. I was like, you're getting a little too uh, Indiana Jones here. Yeah. Roll me <laughs> a strength check, please. Ah, shit, strength. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Okay. Ooh. That's an 18. You push up against this stone and you feel it give a little bit, but it does not really slide from where it is. I think someone stronger should push it. Okay, so at this point I go, hey guys, over here, come over here. And I relay this information to the group. Who's strong? Agamir, are you strong? You're a half-orc. That's a whole part of his story. He's not strong for a half-orc. 
Well, yeah, four a half orc, but like he still might be stronger than the rest of us. My strength is only plus one. At least you've got a plus one. I'm at a zero. <laughs> oh, all right. Well, then I guess I'm going to do it. <laughs> I'll embarrassingly go up. I'll, I'll go up and... Yeah, let's do this together. Hey, Agamir, you want to come help me with this? All right, so me and Agamir, we're going we're gonna to do this together. So we'll combine our roles. Okay. Yeah. Well, I crit myself. What <laughs> <laughs> um, and... a fucking strength check! Wow, and I rolled a 19, so... What the fuck? <laughs> I'm just like, people are watching. <laughs> Roll a 19. <laughs> people are watching. I can open this. Jordan, you and I should never do things together because neither of us can ever do well together. One of us does really well and the other does really shitty or we both do really shitty. It's never really (laughs) successful together. (laughs) So you all come up to this wall and you kind of, Scar and Agamir, look at each other. No, you go. No, no, you go. No. Okay, you... Okay, and then Scar goes, I'll I'll do it. And then she goes and puts her hand forward and cuts herself on the the rock and kind of slips. Great. And Agamir tries to go and help her from falling, but braces himself on the wall and pushes up against the spot that Saf did and feels the wall give, but it doesn't really move. So he accidentally does it. He accidentally presses the exact spot that he needed to. With enough force because he was trying to help Scar. And it moves. <laughs> it kind of gives a little bit, but then it goes back into place. Okay, so that was fucking useless then. Blow it up. <laughs> after feeling that, I kind of, like, after getting Scar back to her feet, I kind of, I look around and I'm like, well, I, it definitely moved a little bit. I, I think I hit it right here and I kind of put my hand where I had, I'm assuming, put my shoulder or hip. So you realize that it's a pretty small section, too. It's probably only about two inches by ten inches or so. That can open? That gave way when you pressed on it. Okay. So perhaps we have to find the three pendants or whatever they are and put them in the pedestals and then push this stone in. This sounds like a side quest from fucking That sounds like a video game and I hate (laughs) it. Thank you. I just said that. Side quest from Zelda. (laughs) So, Drew, put your pendant in one of the pedestals. See what happens. Literally, no. (laughs) (laughs) Knew she was going to say that. No. (laughs) We haven't investigated the pedestals too much, but you're probably right. Where did I... I, I, Quick side note. uh, In my backstory, I say that I found this pendant, like, with a bunch of books and stuff. Uh Uh-huh. Did you change my, my backstory in that I found the pendant in this room? Or like on a on a pedestal? Nope. Okay, sorry. Just wanted to double check with you that you knew that's where I found it. It appears the books are all gone now. Okay, I took them. from the last time that you've been in this location. It looks like it's been cleaned up quite a bit. Oh, someone's been hanging out in here. Um, I relay that to the rest of the group. I say that last time I was in here, there were cobwebs and stuff, dusty. It looked like no one had been here for a minute, and now looks suspiciously clean. Also, this coming in this time was the first time that you had seen that mosaic in the next room. Okay. So that's new? It's not new. It's just the first time you'd seen it. Okay. Maybe it was covered up by like a shit ton of dirt or something. Mm-hmm. He's and dirty. now he's dusty. Whoever, whoever's been down here 
has clearly wanted this to be more shrine-like, I'm guessing. Whoever's been down in my catacombs cleaning needs to go. I'm curious to see, so there's a tomb with this, what was the character's name? Name? Idrindin. Idrindin. After kind of fiddling with the spot on the wall a little more, I kind of get up and I decide to go over and look at that, um, the, the inscription on the tomb. I'd like to roll and investigate to see if I notice anything, like, interesting, like a, like a poem or a, you know, here lies Smitty McJigger Wiggins. Smitty Wargerman Jensen? Yeah. Smitty Wargerman Jensen, he was number one with the he number one number hat. One. Yep. <laughs> I rolled an eight. I rolled an eight on that investigate. Okay, you see the little plaque. Uh, again, it says, Here lies Idrindin. May he stay at rest and never awaken. You also see, uh, it looks like some pieces of jade have flaked off and are scattered around the floor. Hmm. I rolled a 14 to investigate that area as well. Okay, so you also notice the jade flakes on the ground, and you see that the lid of the sarcophagus looks a little crooked. Open it. Open that shit up. That's an 18 to to open it. Okay. You single-handedly push the lid of this sarcophagus off. It slides easily off as though it was on some sort of uh, like a glide or something like that. And it's empty. (laughs) It's Uh, empty. it, It is empty. Yes! There's nothing in it. Oh no, he's awoken. Weird. Nothing at all, can I? That's a 13 to investigate the coffin. Okay, uh, you find some dust. Motherfucker. Are there any footprints on the ground maybe? Or is it not dusty anymore? There is not enough dust to hold footprints. So is there only the one entrance into and out of this chamber? Or is there another? It appears so. The piece on the wall that I that I had discovered that you said it's like two by ten mm-hmm. and so there's there's a tomb there's three basins mm-hmm. ar- around the room and so there was, are yeah there are three alcoves alcoves and have we really investigated the those as well yeah you've investigated them they're made of the same jade as the sarcophagus so to give you all a little bit of your bearings north south east and west we're going to do that. The uh, The sarcophagus is going long ways north to south. At the north is an alcove with a jade pedestal. To the east is also an alcove with a pedestal. To the south is an alcove with a pedestal. The west is where you came from. And to the southeast is where you found the spot on the wall with the little draft. Okay. Okay. So what about the northeast? I'd like to check that wall, yeah. Yeah, I want to, like, break the shit down, honestly. Okay. Uh, To the northeast, someone roll me an investigation check, please. Six. (laughs) Eight. (laughs) This is why I want my dice. I hate this fucking app. Oh. Ten. I'm moving up. (laughs) (laughs) To the northeast side. Drew? We all rolled so bad. I rolled a one. Oh my god. <laughs> oh no. You crit yourself. Listen, these dice have never treated me this badly. They have never once treated me this badly. They have always been good. 
two ones. So you all do not find anything else in that corner, or you don't find anything in that corner, and Drew is standing there trying to remember if this really is the section of the catacombs that she's been to before. She's very confused. Hmm. Wow. Okay. The end. That's where we end our podcast. Y'all got stumped. I know. I'm stuck. God. It's got to be something to do with that wall. How tall are the ceilings? The ceilings are 25, 30 feet tall. I want to um, smash it. Scarlet smash. Oh, okay. <laughs> how, how and where would you like to smash? I want to hit it with my warhammer. Hit what? The place that Agamir pushed that made it move. Okay. Wait, wait. Is it a pole? (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god, that would be so Nicole, just saying, because I do that shit all the time. Do we have to pull it instead of push on it? (laughs) Because if that's the answer, I swear to god, Nathan. (laughs) There is no discernible handle. The walls are smooth. Well, I thought maybe you could get your fingers around it, like pull it, like Jenga. Yeah, didn't you say there was like an opening? It's not really an opening. It's that's how big the section is that you press on the wall and it kind of gives a little bit. Okay, never mind then. Just thought I'd throw that idea out there before. Well, because we I, ro- I rolled an unnatural 20, so I really want this to happen. Oh, okay. You hit the wall. And nothing happens. <laughs> uh, roll me for damage. Roll, roll damage for me, please. Roll me for damage. Roll me for damage. Eight. Eight damage? Yes. Okay, uh, you hit the wall and you see a little bit of a hole open up. Yes. Doing it again. Natural 20. I'm going to blow this fucker up. <laughs> All right. You smash this wall to yes. smithereens. Uh, you rear back with your war hammer and you smack it right in that same spot where the hole was. And the wall crumbles and opens up to what appears to be uh, some sort of bedrock or cave system. And there is a set of steps right in front of you that look like they were leading up to the wall. Before we uh, you know, go down into this cave system, which I'm thinking is inevitably going to happen... I would like to investigate all three pedestals to see if they move or shimmy or go down in any sort of way mechanically if they were to have something placed in them. Is this Nate trying to give us more puzzles? <laughs> uh, okay, roll me an investigation check. 17. Okay, none of the pedestals appear to have any sort of mechanism that would make them move. Okay, never mind. I'm out. Let's go investigate this cave. Okay, the cave goes forward 10 feet, branches off to the left and to the right. To the left, to the left. Want to roll a D2? That's a coin. Or odds or evens. Let's split the party. Let's not. It worked so well on episode one. Yeah, right? That's (laughs) That's a 16 to investigation. I want to investigate if there are any discernible tracks. Or is what does one path look more worn than the other? Yeah, that's what I she she knows what I mean. (laughs) It looks like all of the paths are pretty well worn as if someone 
or something does a lot of pacing in this area. Hmm. Maybe it all goes to the same, like it catches up with each other. Do the paths descend or is it just a, you know, flat ground? They are, it's, you know, rocky ground as if it's been dug or kind of mined away, but it's on fairly level ground. Okay. It's on the same plane as the the room that you were just in. Okay. Agamir kind of looks down both and kind of turns to the rest of the group and says, how about left? Yeah, to left. the left, to the left. Left sounds good. Let's go. Okay. You're our navigator. Yeah, really. I don't know if it works in caves as well as it does on the high seas, but let's trust it. Okay, so you go down the left passageway, and it goes down another 10 feet. Not down, but you go down the passage another 10 feet, and it opens up. There is a stone pillar in the middle of a little bit of a cavernous opening it's only about 15 feet wide by 10 feet tall and there are some jugs in one of the along one of the walls the path continues past these jugs as well this is starting to feel yeah this is starting to feel like the mummy <laughs> they're um the you know they're fluid jugs they're about this big uh and they're stopped with something up on top are they full? I would like to ask if they were full. Uh, I can't tell you that unless you touch them. Go investigate it. I want to touch it. <clears throat> I, t- I touch it with a I 21. <laughs> I touch them at <laughs> Okay. <laughs> they appear to be full of a liquid. There are three jugs. Ooh, All right. I take the top out of one of them and I smell it. I waft, I waft it. Sorry. <laughs> Good, Good job. job. You Good learned technique. science class. He's letting it breathe. <laughs> uh, you first. recognize the smell. It, it appears to be some sort of lantern oil. It appears to be some sort of lantern oil. <laughs> Are there any lanterns around here? <laughs> you do not see any lanterns. What else do we see? Just a pedestal and these jugs? Well, there's the stone pillar and then these jugs and then the passage continues in front of you. I want to just check to see if this pillar is just structural or if it has a purpose besides being structural. Because if it's not structural, you're taking it down. (laughs) I just mean, I mean, like, does it serve any other purpose besides like, what's the word I'm looking for? Is this structural? Can we go with an open floor plan? Yes. <laughs> I mean, like, is it like one of those, what's that word? When Flip this cave. In the house? <laughs> in a hat when you have, what is that called? Load bearing. Load bearing. Thank yeah. you. I just want to see if it has any other function besides being a load bearing pillar. Okay. Um, and that is a 20, not unnaturally. Uh, what exactly are you doing? Investigation? Sure. We do a lot, awful lot of investigation roles. Do a nature instead, just to spice it up. All right. So if it's a nature, then it's still an un- no. It's a nineteen then. Okay. You look at this stone pillar, and you are overcome with sadness because you're not going to be able to put your island there <laughs> for your kitchen because this is indeed load bearing. And that's it. There's no like little. It, it it's structural. It's it's a natural feature. How big are those little juggy thingies that you? Were, how big are they? They're fairly large. They're about a foot and a half by you know a foot around. Okay, 
disregarding that this is a major fire hazard, I guess we just keep walking. Yeah, this is giving me a real like under King's Landing wildfire vibes. So continuing down the path, it goes forward again about 15 feet and then takes a bend to the left, always to the left. And you find a set of steps that butt up against a dead end. There appears to be a knob in the wall. Who wants to touch the knob? I was waiting for someone to do it. It's always going to be me. <laughs> oh, that's what she said. I take that bullet for all of us. Yes. Anyway, who's touching it? Do the honors. Sure. Why not? I thought you'd never ask. That sounded like a binding agreement right there. So yeah, you. <laughs> All right, I touched the knob. All right, you touch the knob, and it feels like you can slide this panel. You're telling me to slide the knob? I will do so. Okay, you slide the panel using the knob, and a small 2-inch by 10-inch window opens in the wall. So it's another 2 by 10 I turn around and look at Scar and I'm like, smash it with a hammer. Smash it. Wait. <laughs> look into it. Look in it. Look through it. I don't know. After seeing the, the light pour in, I'm imagining, I kind of walk up and, yeah, I'm, I'm curious to look through it as well. Uh, there is no light pouring through. Never mind. No, but like still, you might be able to see something. Can you look through it? Yeah. What's on the other side? Yeah, you can look through it. Who's looking? Agamir said he was looking. I'm looking. Okay. Agamir looks through. You see in front of you a five-foot diameter brazier. A what? Brazier. A brazier. A brazier. A brazier. <laughs> a brazier. A big disc of fire. A five-foot brazier. No, a five-foot brazier. It is unlit. That's a disc of fire, right? Like the cup, the bowl thing? So we need the oil jugs. It appears that they're is also a different material in this room. It looks like the floors and it looks like there's a pair of steps that you can see as well past the brazier that are made of jade. Am I breaking this wall down too? Yep. I don't know how else to get into it, so yeah. So it's not the it's not the room we were just in with the three alcoves. No, it is not. It's a different room. Oh, boy. I was going to roll for investigation just to see if, you know, to, like, save some my Warhammer. Not that it, you know, I just don't want it to wear out, wear down. But I create myself. I don't think that's a real thing. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh. <laughs> that was just on my investigation. That was not my attacking the wall roll. Okay. Uh, you, you're trying to get a better look through this little window and you bonk your head on a rock. <laughs> I kind of thought that that was where that was going to go. God damn it, Jordan. You drinks my dice. (laughs) That's two now. What the hell? I'll fall on the sword. Um, So after seeing, after looking through, I kind of, I turn around and I, I just took a look and I said, hey, there's some jade steps back in there, an unlit brazier, and I... Don't see any obvious way through this. Any ideas? Smash it. I look at Scar and I'm like, smash, smash, smash. Is that is that all I am to you people? <laughs> yes. You're the tank. Mm, 14 plus 2. That's 16 to attack the wall. 
It seems like that's all I do is to attack curtains and walls. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That, uh, yeah, that's going to hit the wall. It It's not moving. It didn't break off at all. Well, you got to roll damage for me, please. Five. No, sorry. Plus two, seven. Okay. You uh, make a little hole in the wall. You can see a little more. Hey, Drew, do you have any sort of wall melting spells? You melted a guy's face. I don't know. Uh, my melting abilities only apply to skin. Anybody else? Little girl with a giant bazooka gun? I mean, that's fair. I would like to melee. If I melee attack the wall with the butt of my gun, can I do the same 2d6 damage that it does when I shoot the gun? Wouldn't that be bludgeoning damage? Yeah, it would be bludgeoning damage, but it would also be, uh, are you proficient with simple weapons? With, like, light weapons? Like, yeah, clubs. I'll let you, I'll let you roll or use the butt of your thunder cannon as an improvised club, and you can do club damage. What the hell does the thunder cannon even do? Just shoot air? Like, why can't you just shoot the thunder cannon at it? It shoots piercing rounds. It wouldn't be good against a large wall. Says you. That's what I'm saying. Like, what if you hit it at the right spot that makes all the stuff around it crumble? All right. Just saying. I'm not trying to egg you on or anything, but yeah, shoot the wall. (laughs) Please. (laughs) I got a 12. I got a 12 to hit the wall. Okay. You hit it. It's a wall. (laughs) okay there are now two holes that you can miss through so 10 damage okay you hit the wall and another big old section comes off see that's what i'm saying now everybody could join in who's next (laughs) i can't do much let's try this again hope i roll better i'm curious what the other path would have led to if it's the same kind of room just on the other side that's true maybe 17 I only crit myself like that. Mm. That is seven plus two is nine damage. Okay, you're making progress, but you still wouldn't be able to sneak through this hole. Oh my god. This is annoying. Can I, being a four-foot halfling, sneak through the hole, though? It's not that large. It looks like after this sliding panel, it kind of thickens. The wall thickens. So this was just the thinnest point of the wall. I have a really random idea. Because your jade pendant seems to match all this jade everywhere, why not, like, hold it near the wall or some shit? I don't know. Maybe it has some kind of magical connection? Is it really just a pendant, Drew? Drew looks at Scar like she is just absolutely dumb as a post. Walks right over to the wall and holds up her her braid, which has her pendant in it, and just holds it next to the wall, just staring her in the face. The pendant starts to glow. Holy shit! No, no, it doesn't. (laughs) (laughs) I would have died. Just saying. I don't know. I'm the only one that's making any moves here. (laughs) I can't do anything else. We got to get the wall down. I I don't have a giant hammer. I'm just chipping away at this. What is that? I couldn't. Better keep chipping. 19. You you don't have to roll to attack the wall anymore. You can just roll damage if you want. Eight. (laughs) Okay. Some more. 
some more wall comes down. Oh I, my I God. do another I do another eight damage shooting the wall. Okay. Little chunks are coming off. Just let us through. <laughs> this is how we feel about puzzles, apparently. Honestly. You're the DM. You could change this right now if you choose. Nine. I feel like the fucking dwarves in Snow White just chipping away, getting those diamonds and shit. Like, hi-ho, hi-ho. Riveting radio, Nathan. Okay. Just absolutely riveting. You all want to play? All right, let's play. Uh, yeah, the wall crumbles enough so that y'all can sneak through. Thank you. Oh, no. <laughs> all right. Okay, now what? <laughs> Does everyone go in? Yes, I go. Yeah, for sure. But after the dust settles, I move forward rolling the stealth. Uh, unnatural 20. Okay. Is anyone else trying to be stealthy? No, I don't care. Nope. Nah. <laughs> I'm like slinking along the walls. Like, so we all just like barrel in and Agamir's like crawling over the wall. <laughs> Genuinely, Agamir's probably the only smart one out of all of us. It's true. True. Okay. You all are in a fairly large, a larger room than you have been. It's 20 feet wide and 45 feet long. There is another set of jade steps. The floor is completely jade as well. There are another set of jade steps along the eastern wall to your right, atop which sits a jade throne and a few jade figures sitting around the throne. Two are sitting around the throne and six others are standing by the throne. I'm going to be really dumb and go sit on the throne. Uh, that would be great if there wasn't something already sitting there. Hold on. What? It appears that there is a some sort of skeleton in some mage robes of a dark material with some purple embroidery on it. Also, at this point, the braziers start to light. As the braziers all come lit, you see that the whole room is encased in jade. And you can now clearly see the two figures on either side of the throne are of massive jade dogs. And there are the six figures that are standing appear to be jade warriors. And in very large text behind the throne, it says, Idrindin lives, long may he reign, lord of the dead. And that's where we're going to end it. <laughs> no, no. Uh, at this point, the skeleton stands up. And that's where we're going to end it. <laughs> oh, man. I feel so unprepared for this test. Uh, so, yeah, thank you all so much for listening into the Village Idiots podcast. I have a great time coming up with these adventures, even though my characters just like breaking walls. So I hope that you enjoyed this episode. And we have some other things that we like to talk about. Oh, but first, let me name the Village Idiot. The Village Idiot tonight. Hi. With a total of two critical Nicole failures, <laughs> as well as some great ideas uh. for smashing walls, is going to be none other than Nicole. I know. I can't, I told, As soon as I crit myself the first time, I was like, yeah, this is happening. So, as penance, you must give the recap next episode. Mm, okay. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, but speaking of Nicole, uh, we can be found on social media. Where, where, Where's that? We sure can. We can be found on Twitter at Village Idiot Pod. 
And personally, you can find me on Twitter at Nicole the Nerdy. And you can find me on Twitter at JRoma20. You can find me at Neurotic Good. You can find me at Village Idiots DM. And I'm basically a digital hermit. You cannot find me. This is true. So if anyone has any questions for Jordan, just uh, hit up our Twitter and we'll pass along the message. So we have a website. It is villageidiotspodcast.com. If you'd like, you can go there, check out our bios. We've got some art up. Eventually we'll get blogs and everything up there as well. But yeah, go check that out. If you would be so kind and feel so inclined, please leave us a rating and review. We would greatly appreciate it. We like to hear what you all have to say. And, you know, we want to see what you all want to hear to make this podcast better for you. So without further ado, we hope that you all tune in next week. We hope you have a good time. We had a good time. So until next time, bye. 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 Bye.